Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanus. Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito. And we are just launching right into it. We are talking about an episode. Uh, first off, before we even talk about it, we're an officer and a Viperman is the series two Deke episode we're talking about today. I Gina loved it. Like the title, and I kind of liked the oh, episode. Boy, for oh, I mean, I'm adjusting like for a Deke episode. I the I, curve I like is it. so <laughs> gross. Change your expectations. Uh, no, but I like this. I liked it better than the last episode. Uh, thank I found you. you call Evie. me by your Evie. Call me by your Evie. <laughs> It's called Pokemon Sword, Seal Shield, and Sword Eevee. What's an Eevee That's... called once it Pokemon's up? E- Ever? What? Don't they have new names? When yeah, they... Vaporeon, Flareon, Jolteon. Yeah. So what's Eevee uh, when it when it poops up? What's it called? You poopion? know, a poopion. <laughs> when it gets all gets all big and stuff and roided out. What? Yeah, no, it evolves into a bunch of different forms that I was just listing off now. Oh, you know off the top of your head? I just said them. <laughs> what are you talking about, Gina? So before we even get started, Gina, you were asking last episode about five-star reviews and reviews, and we have I one was. from December, and we would like more. Guys, if you're listening to the show, if you haven't done it yet, it really, because we are a small podcast, it would help us out a lot if you went on to iTunes and gave us a five-star review, not as Chan would suggest a one-star review, just to just to get over five star review, but only about how great I am. That's Here's correct. Thing. Here's the thing: somebody somebody almost gave us a one star review. They did, I but they changed did. their mind. Yeah, somebody did. His name is Robert Clark Chan, <laughs> and he is on this show. Son of a bitch. He thought it was hilarious, <laughs> and it stopped do. us from getting first front page <laughs> every time. iTunes every time. Bad job, Chan. Uh, so we have a we have a, we have a review. It's from Dankosaurus from December. Uh, it's called Great Podcast Five Stars. Sorry, Chan. Must say, this is a great show. Ray, Chan, and Gina are a riot. Really wanted to give it a one star for you, buddy, Chan, but could not. I really think a mask podcast would also be awesome. Well done, folks. I am a lifetime fan. 
Also, I'm a fan of who would win. There you go. Oh. Uh, I suggest many matchups just waiting on a battle I called. Well, you know, we will debate a battle that you called, Dankosaurus. <laughs> Me and Chan will take two minutes to debate one, and Gina will decide the winner. Oh, yeah. Dankosaurus, hit us up at G.I. Joe Podcast and oh. say, I am Dankosaurus. Oh, and we'll we, will, we will take time from an episode to do your matchup here. All right, I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. Into I it. feel like, Chan, you would say yes to that. Oh, yeah. In. It doesn't have to be long, but we can we can do a brief battle. Uh, actually, there's a second review that uh, we haven't read on the air. But go, would you want to read that one? Uh, you're here. You're looking I at it. I'm not looking at it. <laughs> um, it says came from who'd win. So oh. like, yeah, uh, I love these people on who would win and they're great here. I have to know though, is Lieutenant Falcon a younger version of Captain Falcon? Just saying. That's oh, a great question. That is and who, who question. left that one? Uh, Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. I guess he, that you should know. Yeah, I feel like he would you. know better than us, man. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so much for the five-star reviews. And, you know, it really does help us out a lot. If you want to go on and give us five-star reviews, I will yeah. stop harping about it. Now, let's talk about an officer and a Viperman. But let me start by asking. Love, lift us up where we belong. Where's Richard Gere when you need him? Where the eagles fly. Has, has the new theme song grown on you guys yet? Because I nope. love it now. I get excited when I start hearing, got to get tough. G.I. Joe. By the way, this is a minute long. Yes. I don't know how how long the old one was, but a minute is a very long uh, theme The song. original one, I believe, was 30 seconds. Maybe it got to 40, really? 45. But this is, it's a Deke show, and they're trying to make as little <laughs> television as possible. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, so, the, so the Deke era never did PSAs. I, I don't think so. I think PSAs were purely a Sunbow concoction. They were just uh, in the 80s, and then everyone got jaded and said, ah, let kids just, invite strangers over to their house on the <laughs> phone. I actually think it has to do with because um, uh, Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue, the anti-drug episode, came out in 1990 and solved the drug problem, so there was no oh, more yeah. need for PSAs oh, anymore. I mean, there's still needs for like uh, going out onto the ice. And, yeah, uh, jumping over uh, downed power lines. Calling the fire department. Yeah, uh, I just remember when the pervert called the kid, and the kid was like, my, my mom's not home. And then the oh, Joes, right. the you Joes, won a prize. The Joes were like, that guy's a kitty diddler. You sure you're not thinking of different strokes? <laughs> oh, also, like... so it was the same guy. Yeah. Oh, wow. He gets around. <laughs> he gets around. Yeah, yeah. He's got to move every well, time he's he, found out. He couldn't get the G.I. Joe kid, so he had to move. To, yeah, to, to yeah. That world. Oh, kids in this G.I. Joe town are too wise to my diddling. <laughs> I wonder if Conrad Bain's got any new ones. <laughs> Let's see. Jesus. <laughs> um, okay, so this episode of G.I. Joe is, okay, there was an episode in season one. It was a two-parter. It was called The Traitor. And it was an excellent, maybe some of the Wait, best series one, a, a series one. Excuse okay. me, yeah, series one GI Joe called the Trader, and it was some of maybe the best GI Joe had to offer. It's an excellent two parter where the character of Dusty has a sick mom and he, he can't pay the bills, and yeah. so Cobra essentially gets him to sell out GI Joe to pay for his mom's medical care, um, mm-hmm. Medicare for all, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, um. And so there, it, it turns out at the end of it, after he like sold out G.I. Joe, ran uh, missions against them successfully because he's a Joe and he knows what he's doing. Uh, and, and the whole thing comes together and it turns out that it was a double cross because he was he told Duke what had happened and he was on board the whole time. But very few people knew about this. Did the audience know? Refresh my memory. The audience did not no. know until Ooh, the very end. That's better. Yes. So what they did was they said, we want to do our version of, of that really well-known 
a really well-received two-part episode from C- Series 1 G.I. Joe. So our plan for this in the Deke era, since we don't think through things, is we're going to have three characters jump. It's going to mm-hmm. happen not over an extended period of time. It's going to happen over a weekend, basically. Mm-hmm. And the audience will be in on it from the first step. And yeah. did we mention the robot crickets? No, we cockroaches. Cockroaches. We will get no, there. No, no, no. Or do they call them crickets? No, I thought they were cockroaches. No, they call them roaches. But the animation they are, they are crickets. is You're 100% right. crickets. Oh, yeah, really? They yeah, they're not cockroaches. Now that I think about it, Chan, you are 100% correct. I think co- I think they're cockroaches. I'm going to show you a picture, Gina. Okay. But then show me a picture of a real cockroach and a real cricket where it doesn't count. I don't see any of that. <laughs> and so, tweet, tweet at us, hashtag real cockroach or hashtag real cricket. <laughs> no, nah, nah, you don't have to do He's going to take a picture of people <laughs> playing the game of cricket. <laughs> And say, G.I. Joe Series no. 2 thinks this is a cockroach. I'm going to find some. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go Pornhub and find cricket oh. and cockroach <laughs> sex. Post him to, post him to oh. Ray's wall, tag his wife. People dressed oh. up as crickets and cockroaches. Oh, oh, I bet that exists. Right I bet that exists. I Rule 34. Exists. Uh, 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 in an apocalypse, nothing will destroy this dick. <laughs> That's, that's what my I love pitch. is that's my logline pitch. See, <laughs> series one GI Joe had nuance and proper storytelling because they hired writers who knew what the heck they were doing from the world of comic books and other yeah, animation. Yeah, this one, the opening minute and a half of this episode is literally we think there's a mole inside GI Joe. Okay, these three Joes are going to volunteer to go infiltrate Cobra. Well, you only have three days in order to get to to the top of Cobra from walking in the door because we have this new thing coming in. What's the vehicle MacGuffin that they have? Oh, the the, the Sandcrawler, Jawa Sandcrawler. The Jawa Sandcrawler. It's called the the Battle Axe. The Sunfish. Oh, but but also, by the way, they... They sell out the one maybe interesting part. Yes. I, I, I realize I said I liked this episode, but I'm immediately going to destroy it. <laughs> yeah. They sell out the yeah. maybe, which which would be in the end, if, if one of the Joes is actually a double agent, and they totally sell that out by saying, no, we just basically bugged their offices. Yes. Because they clearly didn't want to sacrifice a, a, a good guy not just there though but what if and this is my what if from this what if through the course of the the, the three joes joining cobra one of them finds out that he fits in better over there he's yeah. having success where he wasn't having success in gi joe and the end of the episode is two of them come back but the third guy stays as a cobra agent going forward we lost him it, wouldn't that be kind of rad yeah wouldn't that be amazing that's where i kind of the whole episode i told myself i'm just like like, this is where it should go. I know it's not going to go there. I, I know they're not going to do that. I will. I'm, and I mean, we'll get there. But I will also say it takes no time at all to be brought into the no, inner circle no. of Cobra. And, and to Operation Dragonfire, we know this already. And this was also like this had elements of like Cobra Commander sort of keeps talking about his money troubles weirdly. Like, yeah. like he's not paying his men. Which in series one, there was opulence. There was like money being given. And this just sort of, you know, like how when you haven't seen an actor in a million years and then it's like, oh, crap, I love this guy. And you see him and you're like, oh, he's he's kind of old and he's not moving well anymore. And he's not really kept up his acting skills. Oh, this is just making me sad. The constant reminders that. Cobra Commander is either broke or or whatever it is. It made me sad. And I think it's for comedy purposes. I I mean, yeah, the Deekiers do that with him, and it's like really it. strange. It's off-putting. It really is because he runs an international 
uh, all across. If, if you were yeah. to be taken as a threat on this show, you can't every episode be talking about how broke you are and about how your organization has no money. Yeah, and the thing is, too, it's not even. It was much more interesting when it was like, oh, they, they're giving all these. We used to joke in series one how Cobra had great benefits and they have this Riff. spa. Yeah, and and na- and also another thing that made me sad is just like. Destro used to be a force to be reckoned with. Correct. And now he's a little toady. He's a joke now. Now he's Cobra Commander's fucking toady. Yeah, he's not even getting paid. He's not getting paid. Cobra Commander is just verbally abusing him. Oh, those are crickets. They look like ants. They They do look look like like ants. uh, in, In other bits, they look like ants. In no, at no point do they look like roaches. So do we think that the animators just didn't look up what a cockroach looks like? I just think nobody cared. I think it's a bug, and that's good enough. What the if, joke is that it's a bug. 100%. Here's a pitch. There's no oversight anywhere on the show. There were no editors. Everything was a first draft. Uh, okay. Every every design was like, yeah, it's fine. We're close. I, I have a pitch, and I think this will make us a lot of money. And I'm not sure how, <clears throat> okay, the, how the money gets to us, but I think it would make us lots of money and or famous. Copyright knowing is half the podcast. If any of you fuckers steal it, I'll come after you. <laughs> this is my idea. Let's redub... All of the Deke era. We know a lot of famous voiceover wow, actors. Okay. Yeah, we do. And I feel like we could dub them over and they could be plots that have something to do with the original plot, <laughs> but just make them better. So this is like what people do when they bring Japanese cartoons to America and they just rewrite the story with the same animation. Like, I feel like here it would be, oh, oh, like, look at these three idiots. They're, they think we don't know that they're G.I. Joe. They're joining Cobra. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all we're all on to them, right? Well, luckily, I have my aunts who love cookies. I feel like it would be much better. You know, I like this plan, but better, better before you said that. <laughs> um, okay, so the, the thing, and this is the, maybe the most perplexing aspect of this to me, is the fact that three Joes, this is because immediately my brain said, they say, we three Joes will join Cobra. And they can't, they aren't, for whatever reason, I'm like, okay, they're just going to like cross enemy lines. But then they'll be suspicious because no Joes ever do that. So obviously you have to kind of come in from the ground level. How does one just join Cobra? It's an underground criminal organization, Uh right? uh Except for the fact that it turns out in this small town, there is a public Cobra recruiting station next to the post office. It's like one of those like pull this tab and then you're like keep it and call the number and you're in Cobra. It's very weird. Here's the thing. And here comes He-Man. Uh, I don't think I. I don't know if you've been to the uh, the uh, Midwest recently. Sure, but all over the place there's Taliban recruitment. Uh, <laughs> same, it's like Xerox with the little tabs oh, okay. on there that yeah, you're yeah. like, hey, go join Al Qaeda. Like, there's riches. There's Hate America. Virgins Call and, this number for ISIS. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's real. That that's very. Uh, I, I'll oh, okay. That. Yeah, it's just weird for me that a place that doesn't have any money has money to operate recruiting stations in the middle of podunk towns. Mm-hmm. They just, they just strange. put up a poster, Ray. How much money do you think they had it costs an office? To put up a poster. They had an office that was a space rented that used to be rented <laughs> to a telemarketer. Oh shit! I know for a f- I've I've fucking seen that room, guys. Is this what WeWork is? 
<laughs> yep. Is that why they're both broke? That's why they're shutting down now because Cobra Commander misspent the WeWork funds. Guys, WeWork was a Cobra recruiting station this entire time, <laughs> but nobody went there to sense. find out. That, that is, makes a lot of sense. That makes way more sense than the actual story if you listen to <laughs> that's it. That's just probably true. Uh, I am so mad that these Joes... Uh, all they do to, to be evil is to put on sunglasses. They put on so they will almost they all they wear different clothes, but it's not that different from their no. normal gear. And they were they were not even that's like visors. It's like like evil visors. What the fuck? I yeah. want an evil visor. I mean, we should all be wearing evil visors. Yeah, I'm just wearing a and this is where visor. we meet Gina's favorite character, Hubert Oswald. Okay, here's the thing. I do kind of like this character. Yes. Because I I like the fact that he's a sweet, dumb idiot. Yes, he's a big ox-like character. He looks exactly like Prince Adam, He-Man's alter ego. Yes, it looks like... And and so this is where it's weird that this was made in 1991 because that haircut and that animation is very 80s style. But the character, because he's he's very gung-ho about joining Cobra... And and immediately when the guys when the Joes get on this uh, uh, recruitment bus, they look around and there's a bunch of schlubs and and weirdos and they say, oh boy, is this the best Cobra has to offer? And then Prince Adam Hubert comes up and he's like, I'm gonna be the best Cobra guy ever. It's a cool bit. And and he's very nice. And over the course of the episode, it's why do you want to be in Cobra? And he's like, oh, I read Cobra Commander's book, The Art of the Deal. And <laughs> say what? And, no, no, you got that. I don't see any connection there. He and he makes a lot of sense. And this guy is just too stupid to know what propaganda is. Right. So he legitimately thinks that Cobra Commander is a hero because Cobra Commander says, "I'm a hero. I'm the best hero that's ever lived. My heroism is magnificent. It's amazing. No one it's knows stupendous. more about being a hero than me. Yeah. And then and then to which the Joes say, no one who's an actual hero talks about being a hero. That's a good point, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it, it's a fascinating character because usually you're used to Cobras joining because they're evil. Like everybody else on this bus. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and again, I thought, ooh, okay, like we can we can dive into propaganda and sweet idiots that aren't really evil. It's just your cousin who voted wrong. Yep. He no. Be funny. No, no, no. <laughs> there. I'm talking about 1991, Jan. <laughs> so they end up... Li- Before it all went horribly wrong. <laughs> so they literally walk in off the street and are immediately taken by bus to Cobra Academy that day, where they meet Destro that day. And can we talk for just a moment about the hat that Destro is wearing? <laughs> Destro is wearing like a patrolman's hat. It's how would you describe this hat? It's like a Mounties hat. I don't even. I don't understand or like anything about Destro in this episode. I don't like anything about Destro in most of series two. It's just it is just a, a bastardization of this cool, cool character. Yeah, it and it's sucks. very upsetting. He used to be a badass, and he used to think about overthrowing Cobra Commander, and he used to sort of realize Cobra Commander was a joke and an idiot. And in this, he's apologizing to that him. That is he's straight groveling. up Sergeant Slaughter's hat, by the way. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's Sergeant Slaughter's hat with a little like three arrows deal on the front, and it's like neutral gray all the way through. It's weird. weird. Yeah, I bet the like, animation but, studio messed up. But Destro was a threat. Destro was yeah. competent. Destro was a good manufacturer of weird weapons. And there that was, was always an underlying thing of of if Cobra Commander sleeps on him even for a second. Yep. 
Destro will take over that shit but and there was, maybe kill him in his sleep. There was another wrinkle, though, is that if Destro actually had that power, he would not do very well with it. In the times where he's taken over the battlefield, he has bad plans that put people in danger, like when he made them drive through that minefield. If this was my introduction to Destro, I would not have any idea what's going on. No. Like, I don't know what his character is. It, it, like, it, is he the one who created the cockroaches? Do they mention that? Because in, in old series, he would have been the one that, yes. that that his brilliant mind would have created these weaponized cockroaches. And created them without really a plan with what to do with them. <laughs> Cobra right, Commander right. has the plan. That's why they work well together. This is what happens when a strong woman leaves you. You, uh, you start weirdly groveling to random men around you. True that. You, you have no purpose in life. Yeah, this feels this feels right. This feels right. Anyway, we get to training, and uh, the first one is climb to the top of this this uh, waterfall, of this rocky, outcropped waterfall, and if anybody falls in the drink, the people who make it to the top get the bonus money that these people would not, these people don't get paid, but you get the bonus money if you get to the top, and yeah, I'm like, uh, more stuff about good. money, I was okay with it. Uh, it's pretty good, uh, uh, but what I didn't get was the three R's, because I couldn't quite understand. Oh, 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 we'll, oh we'll get oh, to that. We'll get to we'll that, get to that. Oh, okay. yes, that uh, is, okay. oh, you will love that. I will say, this was the first uh, point where I laughed. Because I, I love that. The the Cobra mentality is if someone <laughs> falls off, make sure it's because you push them. Yes. Uh, he pushes him. The, the, uh, the, trainer, the trainer gets falls dumped. into the water. That's exactly what I mean. Keep up the good work. I like that. That was fantastic. That was like, okay, cool. We, 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 have create, we have created this thing where like uh, Cobra has this particular mentality and we get to see it happen. Uh, the only thing I didn't like was that as he was falling into the water, there was a slide whistle. Oh, I do this episode is particularly bad with the sound effects. Uh, so now we go to the second task is they're in the, the canoe and they get thrown in the water with electric eels. And again, I think it's ambush. He, he, he flips the boat over, knocking the trainer in the water yep. and sits on top of the boat. And the trainer's like, yo, great job. This man exemplifies Cobra in every way. And then Fantastic. the other crazy thing, the, the third thing is now Destro's driving some sort of land vehicle and they all have to run alongside the vehicle and the Joes who are in fantastic shape, unlike these other idiots that they're running with. So the Joes well, are the like, yokel. they're able to, yeah, and the yokel for that. Are, yeah. To be fair. And they're running and having a conversation and Destro's like, they're not sweating. They're not out of breath. Obviously the rest of you can learn something from these guys. And I'm like, okay. You know, and he said, oh, no, he says uh, 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 they're out of breath. They must obviously be cheating somehow that I'm not aware of. That's what I like. I like to see somebody who gets to the top any way possible by cheating. Cool. Let's now get to the part where they meet Cobra Commander, still apparently on their first day of training. Yep. Do you meet the president of the United States on your first day in the army? Is that how it works now? I just maybe I'm yep. just not getting this. He shows up to give a speech to them because apparently they've all graduated in one day. Yeah. We're on a truncated schedule because the battle axe is appearing in three days from the beginning of this episode. And this is when Hubert gets really excited and takes out his book that's called Cobra Commander, a Real American Hero. Yes, I says, love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, again, again, I liked it. And he said, because the other guys are like, oh, he says, well, we're going to get to meet a real hero. And the Joes are like, why do you think he's a hero? And he says, oh, I read his book. And he takes it out. And it's clearly a well-worn copy. Oh, yeah, he's been reading a lot. Cobra Commander's biography. And that's when you're like, oh, yeah, if you just read a bi like an autobiography of someone and they kept saying, I'm great, I'm a hero, I'm great. 
you're gonna get brainwashed. Gonna, yeah, if you're dumb. Uh, yeah, a like couple of things right before we get to the th- Hubert. The three R's. Hubert's dumb. Is the fact that the the Joe's aliases for this that they mention here mm-hmm. are Mister Green, Mister Brown, and Mister Black. I mean, clearly this is where. Uh, reservoir dogs, reservoir got, it dogs got it from. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You guys picked up exactly what I was putting down right there. <laughs> a year later, Reservoir Dogs comes out. Yeah, coincidence? I think not. Sue, um, Deke, Sue. Another thing is Destro was just sitting in the crowd with the recruits during the speech, which I thought was weird because he's their superior. I, I think, honestly, they just put him in the crowd without really thinking about it. No, I guarantee you what it was was they, they just said just put a bunch of people in the crowd and, and, and they, they had the character him. design. And they just put him in there because they've they've done that before. I remember. Uh, to be fair, the, the series one GI Joe. There was one point in uh, one, I think the Pyramid of Darkness saga where they put Quick Kick in a crowd scene before Quick Kick had been introduced as a new member of GI Joe. <laughs> they had not met him yet, but he showed up in a crowd scene earlier. This thing happens like from time it. to time. Now the three R's, the three R's of Cobra. Gina, you mentioned yeah, this before. It sounded like rowdy, reeking, and ruination. But okay. then I thought it's they they might have said routing. They did, and I thought it was rowdy as well but can we hear this real quick chen i would like to remind you all of the three r's of cobra rowdy wrecking and ruination so that is routing wrecking and ruination gina i don't see any problem with this whatsoever what is okay i get that they're making a joke with the wrecking part but what the hell is routing routing is to checks routing is to route the enemy the enemy runs away to yeah. You you beat them so hard they run away. Uh, okay. But also maybe and, and maybe you didn't pick up on it Gina Chan, is there any problem with the 3 Rs? Well, I mean, the same as uh reading writing and arithmetic. Yeah, I, I get that it's, they're, I get the that gag. it's supposed to be a joke. I get that the wrecking part is supposed to be a joke. Oh, there. I was going to say routing begins with a W, but no, you guys are probably more accurate than I am. Well, we should just move on. <laughs> Um, so the Cobra's new plan, what a shocker, we're going to steal this new Joe vehicle called the Battle Axe, and since the three of you on your first day just graduated top of Cobra Academy, we're going to put you in charge, we're going to put you three people we just met off the street today yeah. in charge of this top secret important operation. But first, we're going to put pins on you, and there's going to be a real, 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 real infuriating sound effect. Oh, that the pins come... He gives one pin before the thing, and then one three one guy pins has after. a pin, and then they all three get given pins later. I think this later. is another situation where Destro shows up in the crowd. No, this there this is where I first heard the noise. Okay, well let's hear it then. Be the first to congratulate you, but before you that <laughs> holy fuck, oh, the sound I did not. Oh, even I I was watching holy it just thinking how it. infuriated must Chan be right now. Because I, oh. I, it was so, I hate it so much. Because what? here's the thing. Is, I, I, <sighs> series one, at least, was trying to be real. Yes. And then this one is, is so. Oh. Why do you. Why do you, why would you need a sound effect I don't know. for putting a pin on someone? I How will we know you, the pin is like, going? Why would all you? I can think is there was some really stupid, smarmy, useless exec. And this was his note in every episode. He just said like, oh, oh. And he thought it was a great idea every episode. Oh, can we get a little, a little like uh, a little no- sound effect? And the editor goes, oh, sound effect? Yeah, like when he pins him. Oh, like what would that sound like? Like a, like a point, like a point, you know? 
I, and I hate that like, exact. I, I don't, hate that well, exact. I, I, I don't have that sound. Well, just just get the mic. Get the mic. No, no, okay. No, here I go. Here, I, just like this. Boink. Yeah. No, no, no. Put that in there. Put that. In that there. doesn't yeah. even. But it, put it in there. <laughs> because also the inconsistency <laughs> that some things have sound effects and some things and some don't. don't. Yeah. Uh, now we 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 come across another potentially good storylines. Good talking point. The three Joes. Try really hard to create a good plan. Yeah. To, and they and and the the cool thing here is the plan uh, works. Is the it, it's a cool thing that they did is the fact that the three Joes that they put in charge of the plan, not knowing they're Joes, come up with a plan that is excellent because they are Joes and they actually beat GI Joe for Cobra. They don't really. I guess they're trying to. Yeah. But I don't think GI Joe actually wants Cobra to steal the battle hacks. But they but they know like because the whole the whole thing is that they're trying to figure out who the traitor is that's Correct. been leaking their leaking their stories. And I agree. I liked this. I liked that they that then Cobra came, Commander says, "All right, lead the lead the attack on the Joe base." And the guys go, "Oh, crap." I mean, we cuz they know if they do a bad job, they won't be brought right. into Cobra Commander's inner circle and find out and complete their mission. But if they actually go and attack and brutally murder their friends, then they might also be in some trouble. Yes. And so not only do they capture the battle axe basically by themselves, they also capture General Hawk and Sergeant Slaughter, which we've learned from previous episodes, the one where they play football, all Cobra Commander wants to do is capture Sergeant Slaughter and General Hawk. And and here's the thing. I'm unclear when... So, so as soon as they show up, do Hawk and Slaughter know... It's their Joes that are leading the attack or no? I'm, it's unclear. Because then later on, Sergeant Slaughter says, well, I booby trapped the the uh, Jawa tank. Yeah. So clearly they they, they, they knew did not, something. They didn't think the battle axe would be taken. I believe 100% Wait, that was not part of the plan. But why would he booby trap it then? I well, was Sergeant hoping, Slaughter probably booby traps everywhere he goes. I was hoping at this point that they had brought in an absolutely fake battle axe for the purposes of I, part of me wanted huh. that as well, yeah, I get that. But but I, yeah, I guess I'm confused because when I if, at first I thought, oh shit, I guess I guess they have to go along with this plan and capture it and blah 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 blah. But then but then later Sergeant Slaughter says, well, they're in for a real big surprise because I booby trapped. Am I wrong? Did he not say this? I mean, I don't remember that, but I have no doubt in my mind you are correct. No, he did say it. Yeah. So, so, uh, so I'm unable to pay you the bonuses I promised. Don't worry, Cobra Commander. The glory of serving you. That's him putting pins. Yes. Literally a person going, boop, boop. And then right at the end there, it's real small, but it's like, boop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did. I did. Hear that one and made a mention of it. So now that they're in their second day in Cobra, Cobra Commander has now said, "You are in my inner circle because this is how new Cobra works." And not yeah. only are you in my inner circle, I'm going to tell you about the secret bugs I have planted all over Joe Base. I hate guys who literally joined Cobra yesterday, and no part of him thinks they're so well trained for being completely untrained and yeah, off the streets. Yeah. No part of him thinks, huh? Is there a weird reason why these three guys who all came in together, mm -hmm. who are somewhat familiar to me, I, no, nowhere. So this whole story is General Hawk eats a specific type of cookie, and he has cookies uh -huh. all spread over Joe Base. Apparently, he's got them hiding in all the in all the closets and all the and all the ceiling tiles. It's very and in every desk, very elaborate. And plan. so, 
And so somehow Destro created these robot ant cockroach cricket things that are attuned to the cookies and they will go into all the cookies where Hawk is, where all his meetings are. So he has a giant cookie jar that's open at the meeting. These ants are about six inches along a piece. Yeah. <laughs> somehow no one's ever noticed one before or thought it was weird that they were in all the cookies. If, uh-huh. if General Hawk, I posit, if General Hawk actually eats these cookies as much as Cobra in the storyline says he does, he would have noticed one of these creatures at some point over the last week. So now here, here's my, here's my note. If I'm an executive of this show, yes. this is, this is a cartoon Let's make them real ants and just put little little electronic devices on their heads. Sure. Because if you're going to have a cookie element as opposed to just cockroaches that walk in the room and can hear shit, like they, are they are these robotic cockroaches smelling the cookies? They're eating also, them Also, at somehow. some point, they're eating them <laughs> yes, later. I don't understand. So at that point, just say we've trained a bunch of ants honestly makes more sense at that yep. point we've trained a bunch of ants to crave this type of cookie cool and we've put a little antenna on each of their heads i'm fine with that because i this i have so many more questions <laughs> like like how are they how are robots eating and smelling and digesting okay I think it's and just, pooping say it. I feel like it was the first draft was they were real ants and someone said, "Oh, but I want to end it with them stomping on them." Yeah, they do oh, say and they do. kids will be upset. But also Destro makes uh, 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 electronic devices. He's not a master of creatures. No, he I'm just saying they've done a lot stranger things yes, than they have. Oh, okay, you put something on an ant's head that that and remember the last episode of series one G.I. Joe into your tent. I will silently creep Destro cultivated this alien species of like of like leopard creatures to like steal everybody's stuff from Joe base. I'm just saying I would buy. He, will, he does do that, actually, now that I think about it. I'm just saying I would buy that Destro would create some sort of walkie talkie antenna that he puts on the heads of ants. I think so, too. Yeah. He, they say specifically that they were built in South American factories, which makes me think that it was originally intended to be ants and sort of like some for, sort of analog for army ants. Okay. Um, yeah, and they are animated like ants. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. I will say, I, I this is uh, I like this plot point. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. That uh, yeah. General Hawk like just likes cookies. It's yep. It's an it's an endearing quirk it's of human. a character. Yeah. That makes him a real a, a little more real. Um, the fact that it's uh, attached to this god awful monstrosity <laughs> is kind of bad. But like, uh, I I I like again. Uh, good premise. Yeah. Piss poor execution. And, and, and just yeah. like the previous episode, uh, I found you, Evie. This episode also attempts to world build a little bit and to add yeah. in characters. The problem You're is being generous to that last episode. The this pro- episode tried yeah. to world build. That episode it was a tr- pizza out of your asshole. <laughs> it <laughs> tried to world build. I don't think it was successful. My point is though, if none of the writers communicated with each other on any level and nothing matters and no characters ever brought back again, why are we even trying to world build at that point when another person come up with a totally different story for ambush Two episodes later and nobody cares. Wait a second. Wait a second. Is He-Man going to come back? Uh, probably not. Okay. Nobody ever comes back. Well, Scoop came back in his episode where he was recruited. There was a toy for Scoop. 
You don't know. Maybe there's a toy for He-Man. I, well, there is a toy for He-Man, <laughs> uh, but it's a different Hubert, line. Hubert. Yeah. Hubert. I mean, I thought this was leading to a He-Man crossover. I, I would see. I wanted him at the end to be like, because I have the power. Yeah. And the little wink, and then we get out of here. Why not? We're we're doing goink noises on, <laughs> on metals. Why not? Uh, excuse me. It's boink. Excuse me. I was completely wrong and out of line. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. You're looking at an incredible new plane, the G.I. Joe Conquest X-30. The G.I. Joe Conquest X-30. Imagine being aboard it as it takes flight. The G.I. Joe Conquest X-30 is going to meet Cobra in a big dog fight. And Cobra's going to know you can't beat G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Live the adventure of G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe Conquest X-30 comes with pilot. Now back to G.I. Joe. Um, we cut to the interrogation of General Hawk and Sergeant Slaughter. Now, this is the weirdest interrogation ever because Cobra Commander and Destro are just sitting behind like a desk and they just bring them bring them into his office, basically, in this dungeon office. I don't even know. And it's just Cobra Commander, Destro, and the three Joes. And then they bring in Sergeant Slaughter and then they bring in Hawk. No restraints of any kind. The door to the room is always left wide open. And all, and I like the bit where Sergeant Slaughter and Hawk only want to give their, um, <coughs> excuse me, name, rank, and serial number. That's a cute bit because that's what they're trained to do. Yeah, and they have the mental fortitude to just do that. Is there a gag in uh, his name? I don't know. Really... Sergeant Slaughter, ID number one nine nine two zero zero one seven. Under the t- no one nine nine two zero zero one seven. I don't think so. Yeah, all right. Uh, Maybe it, that's a number of something, but I, I, it's too over my head. I, I, I hope it's like somebody, uh, somebody's phone number in binary or something. I don't Pretty know. Cool. Um, I, I, the, you know what? I'm sorry. That was a very much a, a Sunbow thing. Like when, because uh, um, they did do uh, that. Destro did like the reverse. Uh, they did that uh, reverse thing, and it was like uh, whoever is listening to this thing must be a real dweeb. Yes. Uh, this is not a thing that Deacus. No. Ugh. I think it's just a number. This just um, makes but, me sad. So Cobra Commander Destro with no restraints on either prisoner. And again, we've seen Sergeant Slaughter rip 20 bats to pieces in front of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet he just leaves him alone with no restraints in this room with the three people they just met literally yesterday. Yeah. And they just say, minimally, you have to understand that Sergeant Slaughter has the power to overpower these three individuals and get away. I actually, I'm not going to lie. There was, there was a half second in this episode where I thought this is going towards the end. We're going to find out that Cobra commander knew all along that these were jokes. I wanted that to be true because that's the opposite of the dusty episode. So correct. Of, sort of it has, it, it, I mean, but I, I, because at some point I thought, okay, they would have to know this is too stupid even for little kids. He would have to know that they're Joes. And so like, if at some point, you know, they go and they're like, oh, we're going to, especially when they say we're going to rip off our, now it's time to rip off our, uh, our, our fake sunglasses yeah. and our disguises, which is just, unnecessary. And they just have their GI Joe uniforms on underneath their Cobra uniforms. Yeah. Like, it, like I was thinking, oh, it's it'll fine. be cool if now, if they just get stunned, like when they're trying, when they go to release Sergeant Slaughter and General Hawk, they get tasered and thrown in a cell. And then Cobra Commander's like, ha, 
stupid bitches. Now I've got like half of G.I. Joe in these cells. Yes. Like that was the plan all along. The second I saw you signed up to recruit, I knew it was the three of you. And what what if what if I'll even posit this Cobra Commander knew the entire time, but that's not revealed to us as an audience. Yeah. When he captured the battle axe, mm-hmm. he ex- planted explosives inside of it because oh. he knew he wouldn't be able to keep it, but he could blow it up so the Joes couldn't have it either. Oh. And so he used this little double crossing ruse thing because he knew that using this plan, he could get the battle axe in front of him where he could then destroy it as opposed to this comedy bit where he doesn't know how to start it. Uh-huh. He doesn't know how to turn it on and no one will tell him how to turn on the tank. Like, Cobra Commander could have actually gotten some heat from this episode. Mm -hmm. He could have actually had a minor victory, and the Joes would have had to rethink maybe, like, oh, he's not as dumb as we thought he was. Maybe we have to take him seriously now. A lot of good things could have happened narratively from this episode. They just chose not to. I feel like they never, and I'm giving Deke too much credit, when in actuality it's just a crappy company, but I feel like they (laughs) didn't want to make anything too scary or disturbing for kids. I feel like this was sort of the beginning of of uh, uh, what's it called? The pussification of America. Oh boy! Everyone gets a everyone gets a participation award. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like you know they don't. They seem to not want to sort of the spineless Destro who's not who's not threatening. Yeah. And Cobra Commander who was always who was always comedic relief, but. Had good plans. Always and evil. Just a straight up buffoon. And, yes. and, and exactly, loses. exactly. And so now there's never in any of these episodes, there's never any real danger. I mean, yes. obviously, I realize it's it's a cartoon. The old one was a cartoon. The old one had threats. People died. And, like, and there were disturbing things in them. Yes, as well. And this this is nothing. I feel like they they purposely take the teeth out of everything. And well, and I don't think I don't think it was. I mean, maybe it was uh, uh, stricter standards and things like that, but I think that's giving Deke too much credit, no. and they probably just just crapped it up. Well, for example, the bit here, um, they're trying to they're trying to get the tank, and the tank is like in flames at some point. Like I think that's the Sergeant Slaughter um, uh, mm-hmm. traps, mm-hmm. maybe. And then the, the Destro sees the tank in flames, and he just busts out laughing at, at it. And Cobra Commander's like, "What the fuck are you laughing about?" And I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure it out too, because Destro, like li- literally, this is on you as well. This is your organization. Why would you find your failure so funny? He hasn't gotten paid in a long time. Well. Well, yeah, he's cut. starving. So cut. Everybody, he's laughing because he's so hungry. Everybody escapes. That's fine. So we end up going. They they now know about the plan. So General Hawk and Sergeant Slaughter go back to their room and immediately just like read this like uh, one act play about uh, this fake plan that they have. And this is where we find out Destro's not getting paid. And I'm like, this is really mm-hmm, dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, it all just sort of falls apart and then comes together at the same time. Because this is where the G.I. Joe characters, they take off their costumes and they say, ha we're going to recover the battle axe. We're going to get it back to the Joes. They get chewed out by Cobra Commander, who still thinks that they're, yeah. that they're real recruits. And he's like, oh, you idiots, you let those two guys go. I'm going to leave you alone again with the prisoners because he's not, he hasn't caught on to nothing. any of it. And then, but then, like, is it ambush? He takes Hubert inside, and Hubert somehow also knows how to you start the battle axe tank. So if he knew the whole time and he loved Cobra up until that moment, why didn't he say something? Well, and other, how did he even know that? The other thing is, I, I don't, I don't think it's ambush for some reason. Okay, it, maybe it's ambush. It, it's one of them. But but he says so. So there's there's like an eight second battle. 
And then Hubert shows up with maybe ambush. And then everyone's like, what's that guy doing? And he goes, we had a long talk. <laughs> and it's like in the eight second battle, yeah. you had a long. Yeah. Is he no, that man. stupid? This is exactly like last episode. We're like, hold on a sec. Let's do a real long, <laughs> slow flashback. Let's just mellow out the pace here, man. I know we're getting <laughs> shot at, but hold on. I'm going to add some boom, 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 music <laughs> behind it. Uh, at the, the same way, they're like, let me sit you down, Huber. Let me explain to you what happens when an evil man but there's, and an evil there's woman no, love each other very much. There's also no indication of time passing. Like Nothing. they could have maybe cut to a different scene or even shown us some of, some of the scene. I realize they wanted to keep it a surprise, but cut to a different scene. So at least then we think, but they don't. They do it in real time. Yeah. And then they say, we just had a long conversation. Well, it's also weird because Sergeant Slaughter and Hawk escape. And then near as I can tell, nothing's changed in this hangar. And they've had time to go back to Joe base, concoct a plan, write a play, read it, have Cobra Commander take it in. And now and it's it's in my mind. It's just like, what is happening? Like, it's just it, OK. So they escape and, and they get their battle axe back. Whoopty shit. And and Hubert decides I'm going to join GI Joe, but before we do that, we have to have a bug hunt. Yeah, which by the way, I, which I I feel like this is not Deke specific because I used to say this all the time. Don't crush the crazy bug technology. Gather it up and study that shit. You would think reverse engineer it. Yeah, seriously. You would think. This uh, is why you perform alien autopsies. Also, this is where Starship Troopers got their scene from. So clearly this is the uh, basis for a lot of 90s cinema. (laughs) Reservoir Dogs, Starship Troopers. But also we should post a picture of this uh, thing because it really looks like a Jawa sandcrawler. Yeah, Chan, if you would go ahead and just put that on the uh, the Facebook page, that'd be great. Uh, see, I think of it like a... Chan, just send you, me the picture. I'll do it. You know what? <laughs> you all know what a sunfish is, right? No. It's that weird-ass fish that's like oh, 10 feet yeah. tall and it's like a dinner plate. Yes. It's super thin and it, it, it swims like uh, upright, like that weird vertical uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That's and it, and it doesn't... It like has... It, it's so weird because it doesn't have... Uh, uh, it can't really do anything. Yeah, um, I think they have they have them in uh, Animal Crossing. If you've ever played oh, well, Animal now, Crossing okay, on Nintendo me, yes. DS, now I know what you're talking about. And you've gone fishing. Like it, it, uh, okay. it it's huge like this. It's it's like uh, ten feet, fifteen feet tall. So uh, new plan. We need to p- post a picture weird. of that fish, a picture of a Jawa sandcrawler, and <laughs> yep. a picture of the actual thing. Chan, thank you. And then everyone can vote <laughs> on our Facebook page and say what they think. And, it and looks between like. those three. Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not going near a ten foot tall fish. That you, would you terrify fuck me. Fuck the sand crawler. What are we What are we doing right now? No, I don't want sand in my vagina. So I would I would no I would fuck the oh wait. Yeah, you got one. You got to fuck one of them. It's a hard game, Gina. Yeah, it is really okay. I'll fuck the fish because at least it's soft. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but I would be scared. <laughs> it would be it would be it would be a scare fuck. Is that a thing? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I Isn't assume. that just rape? <laughs> no, no. It's when you go home and you when you start watching Us and you're like pretty afraid, but then you, you also kind of get horny in the middle and you're like, I don't want to stop watching Us and all the lights are off. Let's just have sex real fast, but I'm scared. This is what? sort of a very specific poll, Gina. Are you, uh, how you doing? <laughs> I guess also it could be sex on a roller coaster or something. 
I mean, you'd have to be very fast. So it, yeah, or that on the or like at Disneyland, the 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 uh, the teacups, uh, the Tower of Terror. Dude, if you could bone down on the Tower of Terror, I feel like you would break your vagina if you tried to have sex on that Tower be of a Terror. Lot of, it'd be a lot of push. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You would yeah. break your penis and or vagina. But what a glorious way to do it. <laughs> And that's our show, everybody. That's the end of an office. Now, what did this have to do with an officer and a Viperman? The title is very misleading. Oh, that's a good point. Because I remember at the end of it, I was like, this, there was no, somebody did, I expected at the end of it, somebody to walk off in somebody off. else's arms. I, I, I wanted admit, that. I will admit, I've never seen an officer and a gentleman. I've seen the last scene that that's everyone see. has seen. Yeah. And I know Louis Gossett Jr. is in it. And he's fantastic in Excellent. Watchmen. Very good in Watchmen. I couldn't uh, believe that was him. Uh, I'm like, that's uh, That Iron actually Eagle, made me a little I'm sad excited. because I haven't seen him in He's so very, long very, that I thought, oh my God. Is this who you were talking oh about God. with the actor who was so old? No, I mean, he's still sharp, he but still has I it, though. did yeah, not realize, like in my mind, he's still officer in a gentleman age. Yeah. Uh, Iron Eagle, come on. Those are the greatest movies of like- uh, Enemy Mine? Come on, people. Come on, I love these movies. Wow, Luke all Gossett these Jr. movies were inspired by this one episode of G.I. Joe. <laughs> everything. Everything tracks back to G.I. Joe. Jurassic Park, if yeah. we remember. Yeah, but, all but of it. But why? So in An Officer and a Gentleman, Richard Gere is both an officer and a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what the hell? Well, I don't know. It's, I'm they, they had a, they want They found this title so good, they didn't care. It had no relation to the episode an whatsoever. Officer. Is there a, Are there and any there are three of them in it? There's three of them, so it's an officer and a viperman, and so they're a, training to be vipers. Is that it? Yes, I don't. They're think at viper. They ever, they're at viper oh, school. Okay, they do say okay. that once. I believe they are training to be vipers, which is weird because this is one of the first things they do. They give you the uniform. What was the window viper episode? Oh, oh, that was that was the viper is coming. Oh yeah, with, with the 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 foreign guy. Yeah, they, that's a they great wrote one. an entire episode based on that based on that, uh, scary and that one story. pun, and that's when Chan was won over by GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they devoted an entire episode thing, to a here's pun. Here's the thing: series one wrote an entire episode based around a pun, and it ended up being pretty good. And it worked. And it was series wonderful. Two can't write an episode of anything based really... on anything, and they had all of Reservoir Dogs to work from. <laughs> they did. <laughs> now the, the crazy thing is, is and if we've talked about here in this episode, they had so many tendrils of good ideas yeah, that could have ha- very well come together to make a good episode of television. I didn't hate this episode. On the grading on the bell curve that is the <sighs> Deke years, I did not hate it. I thought Here's I thought the, the last one was better. Here's the thing. No, no, no. I will say uh this was this had a lot going on, whereas my biggest complaint about the last one okay. was there was literally nothing. There was going very little on. going on. This yes. one actually had action. It had a little bit of humor. It had it had, you know, guys getting dumped out of boats and, and electronic ants, which which is cool. One thing I always appreciate is when we get to go behind the scenes of Cobra. Cookies. That's cookies. a fun thing to do. So, I Chan, like, how, how'd you feel about this I episode? I like cookies. <sighs> I, know. I, ooh, I don't know. Because there, uh, yeah. Pick a there side, are a lot Chan. of good bits. There yeah. Are, in general, there's just some horrible bits. Uh, like in, in the realm of Deke episodes, uh-huh. it is uh definitely in the top 50%. Yeah, okay. chance on my side. Uh I, 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 don't, I don't even know think about you're that. wrong about that. <laughs> but what, when uh, you say this episode is much better than the last episode. Could they both had really Okay, you know what? Oh, come no, on. last episode was the drizzling shits. This one is <laughs> bad, but there were things like um like yeah. the cookie thing. Yeah. What I wrote down was, w- was that uh Hawk is kind of like Jesse Ventura in Running Man. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Do you remember how like they're bringing in this old guy who like yeah. uh, used to be a a, a, a a badass, and now he has to be in all this big old armor and stuff like that. Yeah. And 
Hawk is in that weird power suit uh, with the well. He did that in the, the previous in the EV episode where he had to, where he was trying to range find over a mountain right. so their tanks could shoot. Right, the, but he's still wearing that weird ass. He wears that all the time. Remember, because he wanted to, he was retired. Right, yeah, that, on that island. Was sad. Yeah. yeah, it was a really upsetting episode. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really love where Hawk's arc is going, but I appreciate that he's still a factor. So I just I'm I'm happy whenever he exists in the show, and I got Sergeant Slaughter in this episode as well. So I guess I can be happy about that too. Wait, when does Duke come back to life? Duke is dead. I, wait, I thought you said he no, came no, no. back to life. He was in a coma, but he's dead. He we saw, here's the deal. We saw Duke as a background actor in a previous Deke episode, but Duke is not a character in series two. G.I. No, 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 but I mean, didn't he die in an episode? But then it turned out he was G.I. Joe the movie. Uh-huh. He had the snake in the chest. Yeah, he basically he died. And then they threw in a line of dialogue and a VO at the very end of the okay. movie. Duke's in a coma. He's going to be OK. OK. And then the thing ends. So, and we, we never see so really he Duke never do comes back. Back in any series ever? he comes back in, in like I believe Resolute and Renegades and that he okay. shows up in like but that's like that's that's like a parallel thing that's that has no relation to the original series it's a it's a different telling it's a parallel seems universe weird seems weird why didn't they just why don't they just bring him back for like one episode well again there was a previous episode for the Deke series where they just to what we talked about before they just threw him in in a scene and that scene on the Do island acn- with General Hawk acknowledge though that no, he was there he just was it's just running his character he's design. just running behind and it's, it was clearly Duke huh. and but uh, that, and Sergeant Slaughter was there too, and they just never talk. So he just runs behind. Just part of the group. They just Flint? picked character Where's models. Flint? I don't even think we've seen Flint. I don't think we're gonna see Flint. Mm. He's too good. I don't like change. I don't like it. <laughs> Welcome to series two, GI Joe. How, how many seasons of this until two, two we seasons. get back to original GI Joe? Uh, Gene, I got bad news for you. <laughs> I just and have actually, to get through this one, and, and then we, we get back. We get more Buzz Dixon episodes, right? We still have like thirty episodes to go of this. Got a few. Let's look. Like, I've we're watched not even eight thousand a... episodes of Supernatural. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> so when we restart from the beginning again, I mean, all the I, way through I, GI I Joe. Be, at this point, I feel like it's. I feel like it's. You know, those people who who date someone, and then they're like, "Oh, this is this is." This is good. This is fine. I do love him, but I feel like there's something better out there. Sure. And then they break up with him, and then like two years later, they date another guy, and they're like, "This is exciting." Oh no, he's a shit bag. <laughs> and then they break up, and then they spend some time alone, and they're like, "That first guy wasn't that bad. Yeah. I, I'm gonna just marry him, I guess." No, this is the thing where you <laughs> marry someone, divorce them, marry someone else, divorce them, and go back and marry the first person That's what again. I'm saying. Yeah, that's not good. That's not healthy. No, no, I'm saying I would be willing to rewatch the first, like when we first watched it through, I was not, I you was were, not You pleased. had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I didn't know who anyone was. And then it started to grow on me. But now I feel like, oh, I should have, I should have, I'm, I'm a little bit older now and fewer episodes of G.I. Joe want to have sex with me. So I'll go back to original G.I. <laughs> Joe. Uh, have you considered Mask? We could just we we could I mean to be fair as that review said we could watch Mask. It's not as good as GI Joe. It's probably as good as this. Uh, I think it's a little bit better than this. Eric Stoltz share movie. That is correct. Yes, (laughs) for kids. Mm. (laughs) Mobile Armored Strike Command. Wait, no, we've done an episode of Mask on the show. Yes, we've committed to watching every single GI Joe property. Yes. No, here's the deal. We we have including live action movies. Yes. What else do we have going on? I mean, you're not wrong. No one's. No one's dying or moving anytime soon, right? Nobody's moving again, Chan. 
But I moved I mean, closer out of to California. Gina. I literally and moved further, closer to her. And, and she was further like, from me. I know. I know where this <laughs> is going. Well, you're the one who moved further from us. I did move very far yeah. away from you. Yeah. It's the only place you can get a house. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. No, just save more money and get a better house closer. But I like my house. <laughs> Have you happening. considered writing for a network television show? <laughs> well... Has your mom uh, emailed you that yet? Like, oh, why, why don't you just write for a TV show? <laughs> just do it. How hard can it be? Well, guys, <laughs> if <laughs> someone I know can do it. It's true. Wow. And it's she's true. way more talented than I am, but I'm a white dude. Wait, are we talking about Shonda Rhimes? I'm trying to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this show has gone off the rails horribly. So let's just go ahead and get to the end. Uh, Gina, anything you want to plug out there? Oh, you can watch The Unicorn on Thursdays at 8.30 at CBS, or you can go to CBS.com for free. You don't even need to go to CBS All Access. You can just go to CBS.com for free. And if you have some some Twilight Zones on there. So you have some time on your hands, and you can wait till season eight of The Unicorn. We've already postulated (laughs) if you like series two G.I. Joe, we are going to be recycling all these plots when the three of us take over as the only writers on Unicorn. All I need you to do is send send eight million handwritten notes to CBS asking them to pick up The Unicorn for season two. Yeah, thank you. And then you can also buy Babe Squad. And you should buy that. It's a great comic book written by Gina and someone else. Haley Mancini. (laughs) She's a delight. Uh, She's been on this show before. Uh, Chan, what would you like to plug? Uh, WW Recap. That's a podcast where... uh, we can end seven hours of uh, WWE programming to ten minutes. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot. Which is why, and that's How not much I mean, free time. Do you have, man? Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, there's there's that. There's also uh, three hours of AEW a week. There's Ring NJPW. Of Honor? Uh, is Ring, Ring of, of Honor still a thing? Ring of Honor is still a thing, but it's not really. It's syndicated weirdly. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to make uh, this better. You have to drink A&W root beer when you do the AEW thing. I like uh-huh. this. Okay. You have to eat Ring Pops when you do the Ring thing. Could I the eat ring? What is the Ring thing? Didn't oh, Ring of Honor. <laughs> ring of Honor. Okay, right, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, then, what about. And, okay. Yeah. And uh, what about for NWA Power with three R's? Oh. Obviously, you have to listen to uh, uh, a straight out of Compton. Uh-huh, I see. Uh-huh. Okay, while while watching the show. Okay, and, watching and the show. scratching off Powerball tickets. Uh, I right. like this. Yeah. Uh, how yep. about Wow Women of Wrestling? You have to oh. play World of Warcraft. Okay. Oh, no, that okay. checks out. All that right. checks out. All right. Uh, let's, yeah. NJPW New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, you need to eat Kit Kats. Weird Kit Kats. Eat weird, weird Kit, Kit Kats. Kats. I was going to say I you got to go to a sushi restaurant in the area and talk uh-huh. about your experience. Okay. Uh, championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Oh, good old CWFH. Well, it's Hollywood based, so obviously you have to watch a movie from Hollywood's golden era of the 1950s while you're watching. uh, While you're simultaneously, you just need to wear sunglasses inside while you're watching wrestling and be real douchey about it. Like Corey Hart. Yeah. Yep. No. No, you can do it during the day. You don't have to do it solely at night. Uh, okay. All of the above. Yeah, yeah. Chen, I like Uh, this new direction your podcast is taking. (laughs) It's it's gotten real big. And all of a sudden, I don't have any hours left to do this show. Oh, no. Chan, bad news. You're going to have to cancel that show. We have to do this until we're 75, until we make it through all the G.I. Joe properties. I'm a completist. You knew this when you brought me on. No, no, no. This is what we were hoping for when we brought you on. It's the only way we thought you'd stick around. Here's the thing, though, that we've watched like one episode of, uh, what is it now, uh, 50 plus, close to 60 Different other cartoons. That means now we're going to have to watch 
all of those seasons. Oh, no. But we didn't watch series. them all with Gino, so we have to figure out which ones Gino was on. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Did okay. you do Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling? Because I got a great idea. Is that the one where they were in the lifeboat and it, like the boat, and then they got thrown overboard? I and believe it was. Yep, I did watch it. So, okay, we're going to have to watch all that now. <laughs> Brad Garrett as Hulk Hogan. I'm this sandbagging. Is, Guys, take a while. you can listen to my other show, The Who Would Win Show, that both uh, Chan and Gina have been on. Chan multiple times. Gina, you should come back on again. Mine, in I was two. just on once, but it was perfect. It was perfect. It was a perfect <laughs> You did time. a Buffy the Bam- Vampire Slayer episode. What yeah. more do you need? Yeah. How else can I pander to you? Yeah. Who's on Supernatural? I just need to pick those characters. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Chan uh, will be on a very, very soon upcoming Episode of Who Would Win? Yeah, you did do the last, famously, did the last episode of season one. Yeah. And uh, you're going to be doing an episode uh, in the near part of season two. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll leave it at that. I don't want to spoil anything more than that. But it was a very exciting episode uh, uh, that we're going to be putting together. Excellent. And I can't wait to hear it. I'm into it. Who Would Win Show. You can check it out. Uh, whowouldwinshow.com <laughs> and listen to every episode of the show that we've released so far. Thank you. You're welcome. Until <laughs> next time, you can check us out Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast, Patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Apparently, we're going to do some Know Your Joes for that now. Wait, uh, oh, I thought we had another review to read. No, we no we've done no, all the reviews. Oh. Give us five it's stars been, on iTunes. It's Where only a mess. It hasn't this even is. been a full hour, what Gina. What a mess this episode is. I in bed? I need soup. You can You're find the, us. I put yogurt it. pretzels right next to you, and you push them away. <laughs> so that's on you if you uh, push. She pushed them away after eating like half the container. Let's start there. Hey, I ate like four of them. That's like half the container. <laughs> <laughs> I had one yogurt pretzel, and then like three of the brown things. Oh, Gina, you shouldn't. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, those those were chocolate no, covered nuts. That that is not what those are. <laughs> no, those are those are rat droppings, Gina. I'm sorry to break it to you. Or are they electronic cockroaches? Well, now Cobra Commander knows our entire plan for this episode. (laughs) And for season eight of The Unicorn. Oh, no. He knows all of it now. I guess he could have just listened to this podcast, but that other way makes a lot more sense. He'll know about it before it even came out. Spoiler alert, we did record this episode right after we recorded the previous one. That's why we're silly. (laughs) It's so late. It is 11.30, everybody. It's 11.30 at night. It's time to go to bed. So uh, Facebook.com slash no accept the podcast. Patreon.com slash no accept podcast. On Twitter at G.I. Joe podcast or individually. I am at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And guys, check out the show next week. We might do more G.I. Joe. In fact, I bet we do. Right. It's a new year. It's a new I us. It's season four. Knowing half the podcast. We're going to live forever. bring in some guests. I can stop this nonsense <laughs> right now. Good night, everybody. The hold on tight. You got to do the fighting with all of your might. You got to keep the target straight ahead on your side. Hello, dear listeners. Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. 
I'm Philip, host of the Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host Nave and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming, and we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on the Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss, and I'm playing my Pokemon, and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling into water. And I remember screaming for my mom, trying to get this game. Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh my god! Traumatized. I was like, no, my my Pokemon. That's gaming together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co-op partners.